Well, welcome to JK Not Really. Season two, episode one. Season can we two, please, baby. Can we just tell people that are listening what we just went through? Oh, gosh. Help. Because Help. I'm trying to keep it together. I'm sweating profusely. I'm I'm literally crying of laughter. If you're watching this on YouTube, then you'll see it. If you're just listening, just know that I'm actually crying. Yeah, because we're like sweating over here. <laughs> I know. And we just spent well, like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Yeah, you would think that we kind of like know what we're doing. We're on our A game. It's season two. We've been through multiple episodes. We're ready to bang it out. And here we are, not knowing how to start a video. Just straight, straight amateur hour. <laughs> And so I wanted to start saying, welcome to JK, not really. And there's a countdown on here. And after the countdown, I see a flash thinking after the flash, that's when it's going to record. Whereas you, Jack, you don't see the flash. I don't see any flash. So I'm like, what is she waiting for? I'm staring at you. And then you just start freaking out because you're like, I can't figure this out. And here I am, like, am I hallucinating? I got like nine hours of sleep. Like. What's going on? Like I said, I just really hope this isn't an inclination for how season two is going to go because we'll just hang it up now if that's the case. I need to take off my fuzzy socks. I am sweating. I told you I was like, I'm, I'm sweating because I'm stressed out. And then I just, like you said, you would think we'd be so much more comfortable because we already did season one. I... I'm feeling all the nerves that I felt the first time we even did this. Same. Like I have like anxiety per se. Like I have the jitters right now. I have my stress ball that I'm like squeezing onto. I think it's a lot of like self-induced like pressure right now to record a good episode with you and to touch on topics that people want us to talk major, about. Major yeah. pressure, major self-inflicted pressure. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, we're on TikTok now and we have been doing really well with our views and it's been really exciting. But I think with that, it's what you said. It's now I'm like, okay, now we have to be like on it 100%. Everything we talk about every single time has to be relevant and we have to be personable, but we have to be funny, but we have to be like talking about serious topics too. And it's like, hold the train. Like, I just need to stop. I know. And I think it's definitely like, like you said, a lot of self-inflicted pressure because like nobody else is like telling us like this needs to happen. I think it's just like talking to our friends that listen, we are getting like great reviews, which I appreciate, but also like, can you start talking about this or when's the next episode, which I absolutely love. But I just think it's like a lot of pressure for me because we also have like a full-time job. We also have a social life. We have romantic partners. So it's like, how do we balance all of that, especially right after the holidays? Right. Because we haven't really caught up since the holidays. No, we've both been, like, so busy. Like, and since then, Christmas. I think the most memorable thing before the holidays, I ha we have to tell them. When you and Andrew decide to decorate the house? Yes. Please share. So... I love decorating for the holidays, and so does mm -hmm. Andrew. We have 
legitimate like Christmas artwork that we put up. We have like totes and totes and totes in our attic just for Christmas decor. And so we broke it all out the one day and we're going through it and we're finding, I'm like, oh, I forgot we had this. I'm so pumped. Oh, I love this. And yeah, then the I love Heather just coming up. So it's like a nice, yeah, yeah bonding day. It's jolly. It's very, it's amazing. And I literally look up and Andrew is holding a G-string. And I'm just looking at him. And in his other hand, he's holding the hood of a jacket. And, and he's like, in any other situation, this would look really bad right now. And I'm just <laughs> laughing because I knew they were yours. There's just no other explanation. I was like, check the tag. If it's a medium, it's Casey's. And sure it was. And I was losing it. Because first of all, I don't even know how your thong would even make it into my Christmas decor tote. I do want to give credit for that thong because it was green. So oh, yeah. okay. it fit the <laughs> It was festive. So my thought is, so I lived in your basement True. out of a suitcase. So obviously everything was everywhere because I was a complete mess at that time. And I'm pretty sure you had some Christmas decor in the closet in the basement. I and I don't know if I was just like packing and throwing things that the thong just like slid into one of the Christmas decors, like packages. It was a moment. And then, so I just texted you a picture of it. And I was like, in what other context in like a typical marriage would this be okay like none no I mean that would start an instant like fight right away like I could just imagine like Andrew like and of course, touching it of course he's the one that has two fingers it wasn't me of course it had to be him he's just like holding it up like just losing it I can't even like form words this poor man and what's funny too is that I was at my aunt's house and south carolina and i just start cracking up and i was with like my whole family they're just like what's so funny what's so funny casey and i just like told them and for them to start laughing too like it was such like a natural like response you know like oh yeah that would happen to them because that's just how i think because of our unique experiences together i think that stuff just oh in any other situation this wouldn't make any sense at all but since it's them that checks out yeah my Green G-string and my green hoodie. And then you were like, spread Christmas tree. And then I sent a picture of my Christmas tree and you were like, I think you should hang the thong on it. And I said, <laughs> I mean, it would add a beautiful touch. The most classy touch of Casey in our home, always. Yeah. And the thing is, I think what's the funniest aspect of this is that we're not even like surprised that this yeah. happened. Not and then like two weeks ago, I was going through my coat closet and I pull out this jacket and I'm just like, whose jacket is this? Like, who could it like belong to? Like Steven's mom. And I'm like, it's probably Jackie's. And like, not even think that like anything negative is happening between Steven and I. And I just start laughing. I'm like, this girl <laughs> left her jacket by freezing her ass. Oh, I asked for a new winter coat for Christmas from Andrew because I couldn't find my, I was like, you know, it probably just got lost in the move. Like, oh, well, I needed a new one anyway. So I got this gorgeous winter coat from him for Christmas. And then I get that text and I'm like, I just left that in Colorado. That's, that's typical. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of like our holiday 
break. Yeah. <laughs> and then New Year's happened and yeah, we were catching up a little bit and I was, I just love, I love New Year's resolutions. I know that is not, mm-hmm. I might, I might catch some flack for that, but I love them. I love when I see the crowded gym parking lots. I love when everyone's like posting about their goals. I'm like, you do it. Like, I just want to, you know. No, you don't. I can just tell by the way you're looking at me that you are not. I think it's great because you're all for humanity striving for their best self <laughs> and for us just to be the top of the top and whatever we have to do to make it, you're encouraging everybody on that step, on that journey. For me, I think it's just... Like, why should the next year define who you're going to be? Mm. I can see that. I'm also taking the psychological approach to it as well. Go figure. And I do know that it does take time to set like a pattern or routine. And most studies have showed that it takes 60 consecutive days to start a routine and to have that as a daily practice. And if you quote unquote fail or miss that one day, you start from ground zero again. Okay. So that's why it's so difficult for people to keep up with these like new year's resolutions to like lose weight, go to the gym every day. And I feel like this, this massive goal that they're trying to achieve, like why not celebrate the small victories that happen throughout the years? That's true. I, and I can understand that perspective. I think if we could, yeah. if we could mold both of ours, then it would be perfect. Like I'm, I love I, the idea of being like, yeah, like if it takes you, changing the date to have like a little bit of an awakening or some reflection and you want to really think about what you want to change about you or your routine or your relationships. I love that. But I also understand where you're coming from too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I think I agree with you. Like how can we combine like both of our ideas? And I think it's just like, don't put like a lot of pressure on yourself. Hence like what we just did for this first episode. We need to take our own advice. <laughs> I think that's probably the story of our lives. Yeah. Is yeah. Actually, I think you and I give great advice. I think you and I suck at taking our own advice. Oh, absolutely. I love that one statement that you said to your students, like new year, but same me. Oh, 100%. I mean, I said it like with a total attitude <laughs> because it's just, I mean, if you're a teacher, or I mean, even if you're not, and it's just the first week back at work after the holidays, it's almost like that readjustment period because you haven't been there in a while and it's getting mm-hmm. back to the routine. Well, for adolescents, it's a different ball game. It's they, it, they forget how to school, like if that's a good way to put it. Chaotic. Oh, it is. And so it was like day three back from winter break. And I was like, guys, new year. Same me. So you need to remember where you are and remember our expectations because I'm still here and there are certain things in this new year that are not changing at all. (laughs) Mm. So like maybe taking that concept such as new year, same me, but different goals to achieve. Yeah. Or new year, same me, but better. I guess I would hope that you always like think you're improving each year. Yeah. I mean, I think think that's cool. Why shouldn't it be? Yeah. Yeah. I think also maybe just a harp on like, if you are going to have like these new year resolutions, like make sure it's smart goals, such as it's measurable, it's attainable. 
um, you can be consistent with it. It is achievable because if you set up this goal, like I know for most females, unfortunately it is like about how we look and weight loss and hitting the gym, even for males too. But I think it's unrealistic to state that I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year and I'm going to be the best I've ever looked. Absolutely. I think I feel like a lot and not achievable for a lot of individuals. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, even I've been in that position where I, you want the results fast. You, you work out like maybe for a week straight and you're like, why haven't I lost five pounds? Like, it's just, we want, and, and but it goes to what you said. It takes time. It takes dedication. It takes a routine. There's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Yeah. So then maybe I just want to like end on this note that if you do have a new year's resolution, that is absolutely great. If you don't, that's absolutely fine. But maybe just no matter what you're doing, give yourself some more self-compassion. Yes. I agree. Mm-hmm. And leave the pressure. Mm-hmm. And the, we need to s- start listening to that too. I know. We're ridiculous. Mm. But yeah, a lot has happened. So we had the holidays. We have my G-string. We have your missing coat. <laughs> we have New Year's resolution. And then you were just hit with like a very traumatic event that occurred over I think it was like December or January for you so, guys yeah our town got absolutely like wiped out by a tornado which yeah I'm a Jersey girl so I tornado I'm like what are we what do you even do like I never thought that I ever have to be like worrying about tornadoes and there are just parts of the town that got absolutely wiped out. I mean, just buildings were absolutely leveled. Thank God we were out of town when it happened. So we weren't in any immediate danger and our house was thankfully fine, but it was like not, it was right, right before Christmas. And it was really humbling. I think was the word that I would use to describe that experience. Um, when we were just sitting in, we didn't have heat. We lost power for a little bit, but I was just sitting down there with Andrew and I was like, I'm not even going to complain about how cold I am right now because I have a house to be cold in. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think that um, is a great mindset to have. And also, like, as your best friend, like, hearing the news and, like, debating, do I text you and reach out to you to make sure you're okay knowing you're with family? I don't want to overwhelm you. But I'm also thinking about your dog. I'm like, where's Hunter? Is he okay? Yeah. And you did. Of course, you reached out. And, and that was the other part. Like, we were at a, we surprised my mom's side at my aunt's Christmas party. So we weren't on our phones and we went over to our phones and it was just blown up. And then I realized like, oh, we weren't answering. People are probably really concerned right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't want to like heighten your anxiety by having that extra person reaching out. But I feel as if like, maybe it was good to see how many people do care and do love you and Andrew and just want to make sure that you are safe because hearing um, a traumatic event happening to your best friend is absolutely scary or possibly a traumatic event, such as a tornado hitting your house. Cause you were like a neighborhood, like right after or hit. When I tell you that a mile up the road from us, houses were leveled. If, if the tornado would have just gone in a different direction, a mile away from our house, it would have hit our neighborhood. That's insane. I'm sorry that I'm like smiling right now. That's how I deal with like a lot of intense emotions or events, but I'm also kind of giggling because I really want to ask, I wonder if that's the neighborhood where I thought you lived. Oh my gosh. When you 
when you and Steven visited and you put in the, I don't, I didn't even know there was another road that existed like that in my town. And you ended up not even in our neighborhood. That was, that was bad. I thought Steve was going to kill you. <laughs> oh my God. I thought so because there were so many events like prior to that too, that just didn't work out with our vehicle that we were like kind of stuck stranded on the road, like trying to change our vehicle in to get to your house. And it was supposed to be like a three hour drive from the airport and turned into like a 12 hour. Yep. It turned into an absolute mess. Yeah, it might've been. So yeah, it was, but it was also, I think in those moments, like they really do provide a space for bringing out the best in people. And just a reminder of, you know, everything's material. Like you, what you can't, like you could always replace materialistic items. I know that like as humans, and I do this too, there's a lot of sentiment and a lot of emotion associated with items. Of course there is. But I think absolutely. when I looked at people losing their homes, but they didn't, I mean, some people lost their lives. Some people passed away from the tornado. And I just, again, I just sat there and I was like, I, I don't care about the house. Like I, when you really think about the grand scheme of things, somehow, some way yeah. that is all replaceable. You're not replaceable. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But yeah, and the community really came mm -hmm. together. It was in a lot of ways it was beautiful and in a lot of ways it was super tragic. So there's still buildings that are still coming back from it. There's still things that need to be cleaned up, but we were, we were really yeah. fortunate. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think as individuals, it's quite beautiful how we can hold multiple emotions at once, hence you can hold the pain and the suffering and the frustration as well that this happened, but you can also hold hope in that moment too, to see everybody coming together. And that's what I felt. I felt really awful for a lot of people and awful for the town in general, but then yeah. it is a reminder of humanity and being generous and caring for your neighbor and all those, I think things that we just lose sight of on the day to day. No, you're absolutely right. And like, sometimes I get stuck too. If like, oh, humanity is awful as human beings, we just like suck. And I notice it's like, unfortunately, like whenever I look at the news or to see like updates, that's when I get into that mindset. Um, but what I started to do is I actually found like um, this website that I use that's called like good news. And I hear about positive things that are happening or like animal shelters and animals getting rescued by other individuals. Oh, that's awesome. And it really like balance that like I have knowledge of what's happening around the world, but I also have this like positivity boost. Too, Absolutely. Because that things are. Yeah. I'm totally with you. I, I do not watch the news. I, and that like kills my mother because she's such an avid news watcher. Like that is a part of her daily life. And I just, yeah. I don't feel like it's even the news anymore. I, I feel like it's a lot of different people trying to convince me to believe what they want me to believe. And I just want the truth. And I, so I, I read most yeah. of my stuff. If I'm ever looking for information, I, I go towards reading, not necessarily watching. And I actually saw a statistic recently that millennials yeah. are the least likely to tune into televised news. Like we read our news. That's pretty cool. That is really cool. And I feel like uh, for our generation as well, we just don't look up one article. We look up multiple different articles to support what's happening or to see if there's any loopholes. Whereas like, I definitely think our uh, parents' generation 
they do listen and watch the news. Like whenever my parents come over to visit, I always need to make sure I have the news channel on in the morning or they know how to find it. It's the it. same thing for me. My mom's like, you don't watch the news? I'm like, no, I read about it or I listen to like a podcast about it. Because I think on some level, I'm protecting my sanity. <laughs> I just, I think my personality, I'm just... If you are putting out negativity, I'll soak up whatever energy you're putting out there. And for me, I honestly view it as putting myself in a situation to then feel upset. So why would I want to put myself through that? No, same. I 100% hear you on that. That's like, that's like self-care, not watching the news and just reading it. If I want to hear about it, that's like protecting myself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we also um, have the pleasure to to shut it off when we want to shut it off, whereas not a lot of people do, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's and that's a privilege. I think it's easy for us to sit here and say, oh, yeah, we can just tune it out when in reality, when the awful tragedy is happening in your home or in your home country, you don't have that luxury. So that is a privilege that I am aware of and I'm thankful for. But almost thank you for calling me out on that because it's true. I don't, I I do lose sight of that for sure. Yeah. 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 No, that's one thing that I try to like keep in mind too. Like how do I honor the individuals that are suffering, but also like honor myself too. And knowing you're right actually is like a privilege to turn that off. Mm -hmm. And then just going into small businesses and seeing if they're like donating money or anything that I can put towards the community to make it a little bit better. I always, whenever I do, donate or volunteer it it always just so it feels incredible even if it's something as simple as like we've done the vietnam veterans of america clothing pickup Mm -hmm. and it's it's just putting clothes in a bag putting it on my front doorstep but i know it's going to people that need them and i think the even if you just find time for that once or twice a year like it doesn't even need to be this like crazy again pressure thing to do mm-hmm. but it I don't know I can speak for myself it always gives me that much needed perspective and I feel good doing it absolutely it gives you that like natural like endorphins that boost a little bit I tell a lot of my clients who are depressed is to seek out volunteer work to get connected to other people to have that community base and then to give to others because it does help our overall health yeah. It really does. And even, and even just to gain some perspective, like you said, just, or even the experience of the tornado or the experience watching the news or donating, it just, I think it's very easy to get comfortable and complacent. And I think there is space for a humble reminder of how lucky you are. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. But overall, I'm happy that you, Andrew and Hunter are safe. And I knock on wood. I really hope that doesn't happen again. But if it does, like even like warning signs that you guys know what to do and you're more prepared oh. for this round. One thing round. that you shouldn't do after experiencing a tornado, we got our power back that day. We watched, um, what was it? Like Doomsday or something like it was that? It's with Julia Roberts on Netflix. Is it Leave the World Behind? What is it? I don't know. It might be. I remember you telling me about it. It's whatever Netflix film. I want to say it's Leave the World Behind. It was on like Barack Obama's like favorite films this of this past year. And it's all about like essentially having like the world like 
hacked, like society hacked and there's no power and everything shuts down and you have, people are like prepping and making bunkers. You are right. The world. Yes, it is called. Yeah. I watched that with Andrew and after it ended, I go, okay, what's our plan? What, what would we do? What would we realistically do if this happened? And I was like, that state of the art bunker, I want that. How can we make that happen? And he's just laughing at me and he's like, I think that's a little dramatic. And I was like, no, like I need to know that we have a plan. And he's like, you're going to become one of those like preppers. And I was like, maybe I will. Maybe you're, maybe I will. And then you and I are going to have like, we'll give the quote out to like our loved ones and we'll have a safe. Yeah. And if they get the call, they know that you got to start hiking to the bunker. I full on spiraled. I don't recommend watching stuff like that after a natural disaster, but, um, I completely agree. And I'm happy that I shared it with you because <laughs> just a little. I don't prepared because you laugh now. You laugh now, but you're going to want me to have this bunker. You just wait. And I hate that I have this mindset, but honestly, if the world is coming to an end, just take me. Like, let me, like, have my wine. Oh, we are just so not the same in this aspect. <laughs> just take me? Like, I don't want to, like, I know. I mean, like, the world, like, if it's literally getting destroyed by different things, and we literally need to be in a bunker, and the bunker that you showed me looks really, really nice, but I mean, like, living in fear every single day, let me just smoke a little, drink my wine, take me. I am not going down without a fight. No. <laughs> you see Jack, like, trying to get Listen, to, like, Godzilla. <laughs> I'm not saying it would be a sight to see in a successful way, but it would be a sight to see regardless. I, no, 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 Once I'm in the bunker, and the bunker I send you does have a wine cellar, of course, if I'm going to be stranded underground for a long period of time. But no, 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 no. Yeah. I just had like a morbid thought. Like you just said it would be a sight to see. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be watching it from above or below, wherever I go. I was going to say, are we sure that, that you're going to... I need like a passport or something that can like really get me in easier. No, I am not here for the just take me vibes. I'm here for the state of the art bunker prepping vibes. But you know what? You got to do that. If that makes you happy. Teach their own. Teach their own. But I'm really happy that we got together and recorded. I know. I can't. Episode one. I know. And I, I think we're just still always pinching ourselves that we're actually doing this. And I'm so pumped for season two. I'm excited for us to continue to take more risks and definitely talk about some life updates in the next episode, specifically with you. Yeah, I guess I'll end on this note. I'm engaged. <laughs> You're engaged. You are off the market officially. You are an engaged woman. I am, I am. And I can't wait for you to share the whole story because it's a good one. It's, it's juicy. It is juicy. And how we're just preparing for this wedding too. It's a ride. Yep. I, so stay tuned. I think a lot of bride to bees and former brides will feel your pain as you talk about the process mm -hmm. of planning a wedding in 20. Yeah. And ultimately just, thinking about yourself and your partner.
and how you stay focused on that. Not anybody else. Ooh, it's hard. It's not giving into the people pleasing is an ongoing yeah. process for both of us. I know it's like part of my identity sometimes. I hate it. I couldn't agree more. That is me as well, for sure. But yeah. I'm excited. Well, thanks. We'll definitely talk about it more. Yeah, so stay tuned for episode two. And thank you guys for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Bye.